1: This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM, Middlecoff.
0: Pr- promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery.
1: And it's brought to you by
0: MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1, that's HAM, H-A-M, and the number 1. You get it, your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. Well, I mean, what what you just said about this draft applies to this too. This
1: is uh, Scott Bear our buddy scott bear tweeted kentucky edge rusher josh allen told tom pilacero of nfl network that he had dinner with mike mayock last night realistic option at number four raiders have been getting to know top prospects better from alabama to ohio state to kentucky pro days by the way uh, mike mayock in the category in the conversation of like in shape dudes in sports um give me that workout regimen
0: got well guys in like his early 60s and he looks mobile. fantastic
1: i know <laughs> Um, but
0: like, okay, so here's you don't you don't think he's a big like burger and fry guys in the airport?
1: But I feel like he gets it done without any weird diets. Like he doesn't do intermittent intermittent fasting. He's not keto. It, he's just just does
0: him. To me, intermittent fasting is just like taking breakfast off, right? Isn't that what it is? I, I don't know a ton about it, but yeah, um, I bet he I bet he just eats kind of healthy.
1: Yeah, he's just he's yeah. uh, he's probably if you told me he's eating the same thing for lunch for the last 17 years, I'd believe you. Most skinny people do that. <laughs> uh, you ever do a thing where you just, you you like set out to, you know, I'll probably have a salad tonight for dinner, and then dinner rolls around, and you order a hamburger, and like two bites into the hamburger, you realize like, holy shit, I totally forgot about that salad plan. Like, you didn't think about it when you did the order. You just, I, I've had it for you where I just totally forgot that I was going to get something healthy today. <laughs> just
0: totally slipped my mind. I, I've had the greatest seven day stretch of healthy eating in my entire life. Like legitimately, not many carbs, mainly salads. And it's really hard. Like it is it's the hardest thing I've ever now, done. Now, was in my that like life. a did you make that
1: decision like next seven yeah, days? I,
0: I yeah, I just I just have to eat health like I, I've just been a historically terrible eater. Yeah. And I need to eat healthier. It's a tough and, and to I and I, and, and I intermediate I don't eat breakfast on most days. Like I just don't eat till lunch. Thank and you. the farther you go, you realize you're not as hungry as you think you are. You don't always need to eat. And I used to always be like that, and I don't need to be like that anymore. But it is difficult. And but I think once you get on a routine like mayox or I think athletes can get on a good routine. Now they burn more calories, but just when eating healthy, it like you just feel a lot better. Now again, I, I'm as dirty of an eater as it's going. And most of these guys, like in the draft process. One thing that gets difficult for these guys and Nick Bosa talked a little bit about it with DJ and Josh Allen's going to have this too, is the next month is pretty crazy. Like you're just flying from team to team. Like, but again, you're not really playing anytime soon. So you're not working. It's just, it kind of wears these guys out. And I I saw one thing's going to be interesting. Like if you want Josh Allen to have a private workout for you, it used to always be, you never said no to anything. You'd be stupid to right now. These guys was a couple years ago when, uh, Sidney Jones got hurt. He got hurt at the pro day. But there was a guy last year that got hurt at a private workout, a defensive lineman. It's like, what are we doing this for? Like, why am I like working I, out this many times? Yeah, What what's the point of this? Now, yeah, to, to me, you would never have that mindset for dinners and interviews, right? You always take those. But and like, I think if you're out. a quarterback like, and you can throw, the throwing yeah, aspect. It's pretty easy. Go meet with it's the easy. OC, whatever. To me, the throwing aspect for them is not as crazy as doing like, the crazy backpedal, yeah, it's just, it wears those guys out. These guys, it's like hitting golf balls for a golfer. It's easy. It's not easy. I mean, there's pressure into it, but it's like, whatever. I'm going to throw to some receivers at their facility. It's cake. But I think the Josh Allen, it's going to be interesting, and I think you're going to see it this year for the first time. You're going to see guys just like, I'm not doing private workouts. Now, if you're a late first-round pick or early second-round pick, you can't have that mindset. But for Josh Allen, Bosa, Quinn and Williams – I'd say even like the sweats and LaShawn Gary's, I would only do interviews and only from this point on, now that I've worked out, we'll go to dinner. I'll come chock talk with you, but I ain't putting on basketball shorts beside when I go to bed for you. Like I, I'm not working out. Cause one is it's not worth it. Right? Like breaking a leg. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't break a leg, but tearing Achilles or tearing ACL. So I, I think these interviews And I think with the top guys, they've done enough. This shit's really important. You know, people on Twitter love it. We've all interviewed for various jobs in our life. Do you know what's crazy about an interview? Like when you got hired in 95.7 or I got hired in Philly, they didn't know that much about you or me or whoever. And most people interviews are like this wherever you go. Then when you meet with the person in person – and you try to show them what, whatever that individual job is. But then you interview about life or whatever. It's not that long. And then they kind of determine whether they're going to hire you off that. They don't know that much about you. The difference in the NFL, I do know a lot about, if I'm Mike Mayock, about Josh Allen. I've had scouts go in there. I have a bunch of background information. Then I've watched him as a player. Like When I go to interview him, I know way more about that individual than the average company, whatever, when they just hire a normal human, Right? Yeah. But it still is like whenever you do meet with someone, that first impression, dating's not that much different. It, it it does matter how they think about you, that interaction. Now, it's not that you can't overcome it and come back. We've seen people interview poorly and still get jobs and t- turn out okay or bad first date, you end up marrying them, whatever. But this shit does. Like, there is a lot of pressure on these interviews, guys. Right. But, uh, th- but the thing that's
1: so unique about it, right, is like. What mattered more than my interview at 95.7 was my audition. What probably mattered more than your interview with the Eagles was your recommendations.
0: Yeah, right? well, but like, it, 100%, but it's still like you had to, when you sat down, if you had been some fucking crazy weirdo, they might have just said no. Like, yeah, but, yeah they
1: also it, might not have, but they also might not have known if I was a crazy weirdo, right? They might not have been able to tell in 30 minutes. One 100%. Minute. I'm just saying if so, you do come off terribly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I
1: agree with you. you but it. my ultimate point is like, that that's the equivalent of the tape for these guys yeah well yeah but they can that's where our audition kind of is unique because that they did have some tape but like you can sit down like you know like let's just say mayock just likes he thinks josh allen is head and shoulders above everybody else so this which is,
0: which is fair to say that if you just follow mike mayock's career that's not inconceivable that's his thought it's right? not
1: but i remember do you remember the senior bowl two years ago With Josh Allen and Josh Allen, I think did the interview and Mayock was there, and Mayock loved him. (laughs) It's like, oh man, oh man, this this
0: guy. Isn't that when you kind of started liking him?
1: Yeah, because his interview was just like he just started hammering him with questions, and he just it was like Josh and Josh was kind of funny and kind of whatever. That Josh Allen, the quarterback, not this
0: Josh Allen, and not, not disputable that Josh Allen, the quarterback, is really likable. You know, haven't followed what, him on social media. Like it's, I, I'm, rootable. I just remember
1: thinking that interview mattered to Mayock. Like Mayock yeah. put a lot in his interaction with Josh Allen, the quarterback. That's that's what I, that was my point. And you know, I like is there a cha- what are the odds that Josh Allen is the best player available on the board on the Raiders board when they drafted four? I think it's there's a pot now whether he's got to be there at four, but if he's there, there's a good chance he's their BPA.
0: Why is there a chance, guy, that on Mike Mayock's board, Josh Allen's the number one player? That's a that's that is a good distinction there. It might not be the Raiders board, but it's Mike Mayock's board. Well, they have two separate boards, as we've learned. Gruden does his own thing, even Mayock. But just Mike Mayock's gonna have his own board. When I was in Philly, how he had his own board. As scouts, you have you have your own board. Like you rank, then you get together as a team, but you still have your own board, right? You may like a guy more than your scouts, and then you kind of come to an agreement. Or maybe you don't even give a shit what they think, like most teams. But I, I think there's a decent chance if I just had to go from watching Mike Mayock and evaluating his evaluating, I bet he likes Josh Allen more than Nick Bosa. I bet he does. Because there are less questions on him. High character. I could just see – I haven't seen Josh Allen interviewed, just read about his story. And, again, sometimes stories can paint a guy different than he yeah. actually is, is a human. So you got to be careful with that. But if the stories read like he is, I bet Mike Mayock likes him a lot. But does he fit? Let's Paul Gunther want him? Well, is he is he? A lot of people I've talked to think he's more of a three four than a four three. Now you could argue that what does that even mean anymore? Because uh, you're just in passing situations so often, and you, you, most coaches let you stand up and put your hand in the ground, whatever you want to do and more comfortable with, like. Vic Fangio, if you want to stand up, stand up. you want to put your hand I don't care. This is just where you line up. Uh, But that is the one thing I learned in Philly more than anything did the sport of football is how much the fit matters. And when you try to – if you really study the tape and go, God, this guy is much more of a true 3-4, and you try to fit that in, that's where it can get ugly and a guy can look like he's not good when he is a good player. That's – I think for as many buses we have like dudes that just lazy dumb whatever. Jamarcus Russell's of the world, Trent Richardson's, that just just slam out. There are a lot of like high character hard workers that flame out opportunity one just because it wasn't right. And mm-hmm. we we saw this a lot with Al Davis's picks in the 2000s like. Damn, Mike Mitchell had a 15-year career. Damn, Darius Hayward sometimes when you get out and you go to new situations, yeah. You're like, damn, this guy can play. Carlos Rogers it. with the ra- with the 49ers, yeah.
1: with Harbaugh. So true. I mean, there's there's 30 teams. I mean, there's 30 head coaches. That means there's 30 offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, a quarterbacks coach and receivers coach and D-line coaches and linebackers coaches. and.
0: But like, I think with, def- with defense, there are two distinct schemes that are pretty dramatically different for players. Yeah, well, I'm just you saying, know? okay, so let's
1: cut the league in half. Let's just say it's 15 and 15. That's half the teams in the league potentially, then are are not the place where a guy could have the most success. So the odds that you end up on one of those 15 teams are pretty good. It's half the league. Yeah. There's a good chance you end up on. Now, you would hope that teams can recognize. 60, it. 32 teams. 32, sorry, I'm thinking about baseball. But let's just. Like, the odds are good that you just don't end up in the right spot the first time or the second time or the third time.
0: It, it's. it's you, know who we, you know who we saw this with my last year in the league? Was Deion. Jordan, who was unreal at Oregon. I mean, 6'5", ran yeah. like a deer. You liked
1: him, I remember, right?
0: Well, fuck, everyone liked him. I mean, he was just like a can't-miss prospect. But he was a 3-4 outside linebacker. The Dolphins, who ran a 4-3 scheme. Now, it turned out he had some demons and he got caught up in South Beach. But you got, you know he plays for Seattle? Like, he's still in the league doing pretty well. He was meant for a 4 uh, – or he's kind of that Leo hybrid. What a, his career changed. But he got off to such a disastrous start because yeah. he did not fit – it just didn't make sense. Now, again, he might have had some demons. He, he might have gotten his own way no matter what, but the scheme fit was horrendous. And we see it all the time with specific players really high because you go, this guy's so goddamn good, we got to have him. And in basketball, it, it's easier doing basketball, right? We already got a small forward and a power forward, but fucking we were, we're taking Zion. And you just positionless basketball. Football's not positionless. It's like, well, we'll just. Let him kind of do what he does. Well, no, he's got a, in your scheme, he's got a kind of two-gap or whatever. Like, remember the Chip Kelly defensive scheme? It was like, what is wrong with DeForest Buckner? This looks weird. And then, you know what? He's just perfect for a one-gap, up-the-field scheme. Chip Kelly scheme sucks. In, in modern-day football, defensively. It's not just Chip Kelly. It's It works for some teams, like the Ravens. They're like a 3-4, two-gap, but they get the right players for it. Chip wanted two gap, but he wanted guys that were six seven. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be hard for that guy to stay low. You know the Ra- the Ravens guys were all like six two, three twenty. Like, good luck moving that guy. It's easy to get DeForest like, yeah, he can't take on a double team. That's not his deal.
1: I mean, there's probably a million examples. I think we, two of the great what-ifs we live with, which is <laughs> Brady in New England and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Like, if Aaron Rodgers had been you know, now Alex got drafted by the Niners and still overcame it all, but I don't think Alex is normal. Like I think most people in Alex Smith's situation it would not have worked out as well as it did.
0: Well, he wouldn't have he would have been out, but like like he's so mentally
1: tough. I, I just yeah. like But, but I like also if,
0: think the team wouldn't have stuck by him that long.
1: The, the team was so bad they couldn't find they kept trying to get guys yeah. better than him and they couldn't find anybody.
0: And then because maybe it turned luck. out he was good. Maybe that's why Tim Rotated beat him out, because Alex was solid. Well, and here's the other thing. In two 2000- thousand Ten when Harbaugh got here, or eleven, whatever Harbaugh's first year was. If for whatever reason Harbaugh, whoever they had hired, did not like Alex, he would have been gone. So it, it took that, that yeah. Jim Harbaugh luckily saw something and wanted to keep. But him. but if Aaron Rodgers had
1: been drafted, if the Browns had taken Aaron Rodgers instead of Braylon Edwards number three, like I, I don't, I really
0: don't know if this, if we would know Aaron Rodgers. Is- well, what what if the Niners had taken Rodgers? What if uh, the Raiders had taken Rodgers? Like, yeah. what are we looking at Anybody. here? So like, I do think. To get, to is there the is there Raiders. a chance Rodgers out of the league if one of those teams yeah, try? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Yes, it's crazy. I don't not to. I, I there's a chance. I'm not saying it would happen. I'm not saying he still would have been great. Maybe he would have been great everywhere. But I don't think we can say that we know. But one one other thought here, you made me think of this on the Raiders. Like I think we everyone kind of thinks that John Gruden leans offensive guys because of course he does, right? But I do wonder if he's got an incentive to take a pass rusher high just to prove that the Khalil Mack trade was worth it. Like, if he can conceivably replace Khalil with his first pick this year and get another blue-chip rusher, then he can kind of say, like, hey, like, Daryl Morey's not the only one that loved that trade, everybody. Like, it was the right thing.
0: There's a lot of pressure on that guy, then, to be excellent. Like, to be an all-rookie player, then by year two, be an all-pro, pro-bowler. Like, it's not... You can't just be solid. Yeah. I don't know, right. i just...
1: I'm just thinking about John and defensive
0: guys. I don't know. There's a theory. Well, I, I also think that just this draft, he doesn't have a choice. Like, who, who who's he going to draft number four right. if he stays? Like the, the, the only crazy thing I guess he could do One is like that crazy. Devin White. Would it be – if he took like DK Metcalf, would he get crushed? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just think they take a defensive player because that's just who's there. That's just the inventory. Now the one curveball would be does he take a quarterback and trade Derek? Would well, that would you Kyler say thing. would you say if he were to trade Derek and take a quarterback it'd be the craziest more than likely the number one story of day 1 if that yeah. were to happen. Yeah. Because with that because that either... trump, let's say Kyler went one and he still took like Dwayne Haskins or Drew Locke and traded Derek. Would that Trump Kyler going on one? Yeah, cuz we're ready for the Kyler going one thing. Would you say it trump it because it's gruden? Slash he like let Derek think he was a made man, and then he let Derek hang out with Antonio. The, the number two and number three, less so,
1: more so. But that, that's definitely an element. But more so, just it's Gruden and it's a quarterback going higher than we thought it would go, and it's a curveball. Yeah. What would you
0: put percentage that Gruden tr- get, does that trades Derek and takes a quarterback? If under Kyler's not there,
1: I feel like it's low. what'd you say? Under thirty percent. Yeah,
0: if Kyler's
1: not there, I feel like it's low. Like five percent, maybe ten,
0: maybe yeah. The ten even feels kind of high to me. What do you think? Yeah, just I'd be hard pressed to see it because he could just justify. Well, we just come back. We got multiple picks next year. If it doesn't work out, I'll just come up and get a guy. Yeah,
1: you just and I feel like Mac would be like, "Look, dude, like let's let's deal with our holes, like our real holes here, even if it got to that." So five, yeah,
0: and then we'll then we'll know if this guy's our guy, right. But I just don't think he can be discounted of just, no, he can't. of just not giving a shit, guy, of what people think he should do. Yeah. Is there an element because it felt chip had a little bit of this, and I do too on like Twitter, just to be contrarian to be contrarian. Like I'm not saying Gruden would necessarily be contrarian to like prove it to the masses, but I think he kind of likes thinking that everyone thinks he's crazy. Don't you? I think he loves that people think. He, I think there are yes.
1: He, he Gruden would be the guy that likes playing on the road in basketball if he was a player, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I which I I, think, I do respect that. I do too, because I I think part of his actions over the last month, like fuck you guys. Yeah. you don't which think I do always like think I'm out like that. <laughs> but because it's not always it's the right fun. way. It's it's not always. No, the thing you focus it, on. I, I would say it's not the right way. And I don't know, like, the
1: the other question, right, is does he make decisions based on that, or does he just make his own decisions and then enjoys that part of it? Those are two different things. And I think it's probably that. I
0: don't think we can can answer that question. Yeah, Yeah,
1: This is the story of The One. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.